Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I'm your host, Beth Ireland. Today, we are going to hear the story of Cha-Cha. And with me is our Gray Muzzle Foster Coordinator, Marcy Talker. Marcy, say hello. Hi. And um, nurse from... Exeter Veterinary, Jen. Hi. What is your actual position there, Jen? Sorry. (laughs) I'm the head veterinary technician. Head veterinary technician. Okay. So I got an email from a woman named, also named Beth, um, that kind of intrigued me as to why she had sent this email and how she was getting involved. I asked Marcy um, who this woman was and what this email was about, and I learned the story of Cha-Cha. So these two girls are going to tell us that story today. So Jen, we're going to start with you. Um, Tell us who Cha-Cha is and how you met her. Okay, Cha-Cha's a cute little dog that came into the hospital one evening to see um, Dr. Seipel. And she was straining to urinate. So after Dr. Seipel performed her exam, she knew that the abdomen was tense. And based on the history, we took x-rays of the abdomen and we saw there were several bladder stones and a few bladder stones that were lodged in her urethra, keep making her um, unable to pass any urine. Okay, so what does that mean to the owner of this dog? The owner of the dog had to either decide to go in and do surgery to remove all the stones and to get the stones out of the urethra or put the dog to sleep since um, there's really no other options at that point. Um, The owner of this dog, whose name, like I said, is also Beth, couldn't be here with us today, but I do have an email from her so I can kind of fill in a few of these details. Um, She had said that the surgery was estimated to cost $2,000 and she had an eight-month-old baby and a new mortgage and that $2,000 was just too much. Mm -hmm. So she um, had to make the heartbreaking decision to go ahead and put her friend Cha-Cha to sleep and she said her goodbyes and walked out of the room. And then from what I understand... The vet came back out to her and said there might be another option and take it from there. Well, Dr. Sleipel had, you know, we never like to put a a pet to sleep that has a condition that can be treated. So we did call our office manager, Rich, and told him about the situation. And he contacted Marcy at the Animal Rescue League, who agreed to take over care of the pet so we would not have to euthanize her. So the owner had to surrender her um, ownership of the dog to the hospital. And so we could take care of Cha-Cha. Okay. So in Beth's email to me, um, she said that she was so sad that she had to leave Cha-Cha, but she was so happy that Cha-Cha was going to be given another chance at life. So she fairly happily signed her over. Mm -hmm. um, And Marcy, take it from there. Um. I remember it very specifically. I was riding my horse (laughs) and my phone rang. And I picked up, and Rich started talking, and I think I probably cut him off and just said, well, how much is it going to (laughs) cost? Because (laughs) that's the deciding factor a lot of times. So he kind of told me. I said, all right, that's fine. We'll take her. We'll figure it out. So Exeter. Go ahead. Do the surgery. So you guys did the surgery. Yes, we did the surgery. How was that? Is that an intense procedure or was she kind of in and out or what was the time frame on that? The time frame, um, she did come in for one of our last appointments of the evening. So we sedated her. We tried to get the stones out of her urethra so she could pee on her own. um, But um, we weren't successful. So we waited till the next morning and then we went in and did surgery and removed all the stones from her bladder and her urethra successfully 
And then Marcy, you got her to put into foster yeah. care. I went and picked her up and I think she had bit a couple of people there. So I was a little, I was like, oh, great. She's evil. Here we go. <laughs> but she's a chihuahua and she's fine. And um, I picked her up and she left for her foster home that same day. And tell me about her foster family. Um, her foster family, Mary Louise and David Cox, they've been fostering for us for a while. Um, they love their chihuahuas. And um, so they're a good chihuahua family. And that's why I picked them for her to go there. So Cha-Cha had recovered. She was living happily in a foster home. And she was waiting to be placed in her forever home. And several weeks had passed. And you got an email. I got an interesting email um, questioning our process for surrendering animals. They wanted to know why we would not uh, update families on conditions of animals once they were surrendered to our foster program. And they didn't. she didn't tell me at that time who she was. And I figured it out. <laughs> and I said, I encourage, you know, when we have a, a surrender from a family over I give them my card I encourage them to call and then I found out um that it was Beth and who uh, was Cha-Cha's mom Cha-Cha's mom so ultimately you guys went back and forth um a bunch of times via email and talking trying to decide um if Cha-Cha was going to be best adopted out to a new family or to go back to her original family she um was not emailing me to ask for her back um, she was emailing us to see how she was doing. And um, I asked her a little bit more about her, and I got a feel. And I just felt like the right thing to do was to let her adopt her. And I talked to Mary Louise about it, too, to see what she thought. And um, so she didn't know. And I called Beth, and I said, do you want your dog back? Aww. And she said yes, and she started crying. So Beth then came to the Rescue League to meet Mary Louise um, and to see Cha-Cha again. And they were reunited. And I have goosebumps just thinking of what that must have looked like. It was um, cool. So I started this podcast by telling you that I received this email. And this just goes to show you truly what goes around comes around. And um, you guys, both Exeter and Gray Muzzle, played such an important role in this woman's life. Um, and now she is in a different position um, and had sent an email saying that she was had chosen the Animal Rescue League of Berks County and specifically the Gray Muzzle program for her work's charity drive. So this December, um, Beth and the business that she works for is raising money that is going to come back to Gray Muzzle. And so um, I was just, I just love that. I love that she was kind of in a position where she was a little down and out. And now she's in a different position and is able to give back to a program that helped her so much. Um, Marcy, you have mentioned a few times in the past about potentially someday in the future, hopefully, maybe, um, creating kind of an assistance program that would be on a case-by-case basis. So tell me a little bit about what that would look like. Um, I think a lot of people, they don't want to give up their pets. And just because their standard of care is the same as ours doesn't mean, or they don't have as much money as us, doesn't mean that they don't love them any less. And I remember with Chacha, I felt like her family was being punished. I felt like we took her dog from her because she didn't have the money. And I don't have that money either. Right. And um, 
also we have enough dogs like we don't want your dog if you want it <laughs> we don't want it animal rescue like, you can keep your so, dog um, we want you to have it i what we know maybe looking at um offering some type of um grant if you want to call it on a case-by-case basis along with acting as a referral service to other low-cost um services in the community such as training grooming things like that to help pets try to stay in their home so they don't have to come into us so that is a program that we are um, working on and looking into and hopefully will be another service that the animal rescue league can offer to the berks county community Um, we're not there yet but hopefully one day one day we'll get there um so Jen and Marcy, I appreciate you joining us today to tell Cha-Cha's story and for the important roles that you played in Cha-Cha's life and her mom's life and her family's life. If you would like to learn any more about the Gray Muzzle Program, you can visit us on the web at www.berksarl.org. And thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series.